0: everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Markets, your favorite dairy podcast, of course, designed to deliver a quick recap of some of the key fundamentals that took place this past week. It was a mixed week for dairy commodities, but looking at CME spot markets specifically, every product fell slightly, with the exception of Cheddar Cheese Barrels. This was a crazy week of information and analysis, but a lot of questions remain about consumer demand needs into Q4. Writing kept both Lucas and myself very busy this week, as August U.S. milk production was released on Monday, as well as European milk production figures for July. On Tuesday, there was a supportive global dairy trade event, and on the same day, China released their August import statistics. Wednesday saw our normal weekly EU report, followed by Thursday, the August cold storage figures for cheese and butter inventories here in the U.S., and then New Zealand trade data for August was released shortly after. The only thing we're missing is the final trade figures from Europe during July, but those should be out any minute now as of recording this at noon on Friday. Let's go in order of data releases because I really want to talk about this US milk production data.
1: Yeah, as you mentioned, we kicked off the week with this big report, always highly anticipated for dairy market participants. This was August data and We got a 1.6% year-over-year milk production decline. It was the largest decline since back in July 2021, so 13 months since we've seen growth of this size. It brought us firmly back into growth mode, of course, following the weakness over the first half of this year, even, I guess, stretching back into late 2021. In addition to the August strength, uh, yet again, we're seeing some revisions from the USDA, a little bit annoying, but July output revised uh, slightly higher, up 0.3% versus the initial data to push production up a half percent uh, on a year over year basis. Some of that revision was driven by cow number changes, as we've been dealing with for a few months now. Cow numbers revised higher by 3,000 head in July and then grew an additional 8,000 head into August for an 11,000 cow report to report jump. That is a key driver of some of this strength. You know, originally, USDA had reported that the herd size peaked in May and then was a little bit smaller in June and July, which didn't exactly make sense to High Ground based on our contacts with farmers and looking at weekly slaughter data. So a revision hire was not Uh, surprising to us. In the yield growth category, also pretty impressive. We're used to seeing about 1% growth on a long-term average basis. So the 1.7% gain was a little bit higher than expected as well, the largest yield growth since May 2021. All of the top five milk producing states showed growth, which was supportive to the U.S. gain overall. That's California, Wisconsin, Idaho, Texas, and New York. Looking ahead, now that uh, cow numbers will be higher versus prior year into September and with continued yield growth, we do expect uh, year over year gains over the next several months.
0: Wow. Largest year on year growth since last July. Pretty crazy. You know, European milk production turned positive as well in July, and that was for the first time in five months, despite heat wave and drought concerns. Nearly two-thirds of Europe has suffered drought conditions this year, and it's the worst dry spell in 500 years. Herd sizes are dropping in key production countries such as Germany and Italy, but Poland saw a record production month in July. It will be interesting to see how these developments ensue over the next six months, that's for sure. Of course, also important to note that while milk production is higher, milk solids, so protein and butter fat. Those continue to struggle in milk collections within Europe.
1: Speaking of struggling milk, New Zealand is having a difficult start to their season, but given the demand uncertainty, we weren't sure how that global dairy trade event would go on Tuesday. Overall, though, it seemed supportive for whole milk powder, fats, and cheese.
0: Yeah, there was that reduced whole milk powder offer volumes, and that really motivated buyers to step in, it seems. The Middle East recorded the largest jump in volume from a year ago on homework powder, while Asia saw slight decreases given that there was less product to bid over. European and Latin American buyers also stepped in to vie for product against North Asia and Southeast Asia, and as a result, price gains were observed across nearly every delivery month on homework powder. And like you said, Lucas, New Zealand milk has been weak, but the overall milk solid supply issue has yet to be resolved. But global buyers continue to be hesitant to really purchase dairy commodities beyond short-term needs, leaving demand concerns intact into next year.
1: It did seem like North Asia's demand increased, but the August import figures that we got from China didn't look that great.
0: Yeah, this was the weakest August in three years from China, yet imports from the U.S. were the strongest for the month on record. Losses were primarily concentrated within fluid milk and cream as well as whole milk powder imports, both of which China has a really strong domestic market for from a production standpoint. And as a reminder, China's milk production output maintained really strong growth in the first half of this calendar year and was reportedly up 8.4% from prior year, a situation that has aided domestic availability.
1: Very interesting, as always, as we get data from China that we hope is as accurate as possible. After we dug into that China data, we did then, what a week, uh, get a peek into the inventory situation here in the U.S. for cheese and butter. Kind of interesting numbers there, butter stocks declining at a very impressive rate in August, but it wasn't exactly unexpected. So even though we saw a pretty uh, steep decline that was larger than the five-year average, I don't think it's very impactful to the market. You know, we are... Close to, we've come off a little bit from record high prices, but we're still very supported here as end users remain concerned about supply availability into the end of the year. This cold storage report basically kind of confirming what we all assumed was happening as stocks draw down at a very quick rate to feed high demand. On the cheese side, maybe a little bit bullish here. Uh, We did see some pretty impressive declines on both the total cheese and American style cheese uh, basis. I think the key takeaway is that in, in the summer and when we saw prices decline into late July and August, we were very concerned about demand and where that was going to end up. But this shows that cheese demand held up pretty well through the end of the summer, and it kind of confirms or supports why, at least until today, we were above $2 cheese on both blocks and barrels. If we don't see demand implications from inflation, we expect to see some further drawdowns here into the fall. I believe the last thing to cover is the New Zealand export situation.
0: Yeah. You know, August is typically one of the lightest export months for New Zealand, but it was certainly an impressive one this year with home milk powder, fluid milk, uh, the largest for the month on record cheese, butter caseinates and hydrous milk fat, they all achieved impressive growth in the highest August figures reported in many years kind of opposite of what we discussed happening in China and, you know, regionally shipments to Southeast Asia have been the most impressive this season driven by whole and skim milk powder volumes moving to Indonesia. And as an individual country exports to Algeria have actually been the strongest over the last few months. So while exports to China were positive shipments elsewhere are what really drove the ship that month. All right. That does it for this week. Thank you as always for joining us to chat about dairy markets and be on the lookout for a bonus episode to be released on Monday as we sat down with a supply chain expert earlier today. Cheers.